Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome, everybody, to Inside the Upside Down. I'm author and ghost story and Mike Ricksecker. With me, as always, is Shauna Wonkel, our chat shenanigator from Edge of the Rabbit Hole and a fantastic writer in her own right. She finds it humorous when I say that for some reason, but uh, it's true. She is a fantastic writer. Check out her stories in the Encounters with Paranormal books. So, All right, so this show is the end. Goodbye. the end it is actually the end and i know adam tillery is going to be heartbroken because he designed these wonderful t-shirts like this of which have been banned they have been so um and it's actually been something that's a long time coming that i discussed with shauna a couple months ago right Mm -hmm. where Inside the Upside Down is actually, this is the end. It is no more. That's it. Done. Fini. Uh, this is the last episode. It doesn't mean we're not going to go live with some sort of show after Edge of the Rabbit Hole because that was requested by all of you. Well, at least most all of you to follow up Edge of the Rabbit Hole with another show. Actually, what the request was was to make Edge of the Rabbit Hole a two-hour show and Vanessa can't do that. <laughs> so we came up with this show and I just... Because Stranger Things was popular at the time, I named it Inside the Upside Down. And, um, well, I knew that wasn't going to be a forever name. And so I discussed with Shauna uh, a couple months ago about possibly renaming it. But then I got a couple emails from people that had um, that had caught the podcast version. And so I was getting, you know, opportunities, possible opportunities for some other ventures, I'll just say. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll keep it around a little bit. Um, that and people like the shirts. Spreadshirt has banned the shirt. <clears throat> so, because it, it harkens too much to Stranger Things. You know, even though the font is not copyrighted by Stranger Things, I mean, the font's been around forever. It was on Choose Your Own Adventure books way back in the day, as well as all kinds of other <laughs> media. Um, the term inside the upside down is not copywritten. Neither, I mean, upside down isn't, you know, none of that. Um, but they recognize that it's a play off of Stranger Things. And so they don't, don't want it confused with Stranger Things merch. And so it's been banned. Sorry, Adam, because it's, it's Adam Tiller's design. It's a cool design. People those, like it. Those losers. Yeah. They're just jealous. So... So, and people are like, what, what, what? Down in the chat, why? Okay, so I'm trying to explain it all. <laughs> um, yes, it's definitely a shame. Uh, Andrea, are you still going to go live here after Rabbit Hole? Yes, we are. So I'm, I'm getting around to all that. And you know me, I'm very wordy and over-explain everything. So, and there's Shauna agreeing with me. Like, I got to yes, agree there. Yes, he does over-explain himself. Sometimes I have to listen to his ass for hours so at night. Like, and then... Mm-hmm. Or and now the truth comes out. What's the <laughs> point of the story? Get around to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it is a shame. So um, if you have a inside the upside down T-shirt, 
Good on you. It's a collector's item now. Spreadshirt is now made a collector's item. I have one extra large t-shirt left in my stock. Mm. Um, I was trying to order more uh, for the uh, events coming up and couldn't do it. So since I was already thinking about changing the name of the show and now the t-shirts have been banned and I'm sure that down the road this is going to become a, you know, a bigger issue, we'll just go ahead and change the name now. Um, I don't know what the name is going to be yet. <laughs> So I'm going to do is Shadows. Um, name the car the Shadow. We've got the Shadow Person book coming out. Um, the car even has its own theme song. It does. It does. Walk in the Shadows by Queensryche. Got to put the shades on. Yep. Hit the open road. And that's that's the theme song. Yep. So, so it's going to be something to do with Shadows. And I don't know what yet. I mean, Katie and Josh just came out with um, Walking in the Shadows, which is actually rather ironic because my book title is a walk in the shadows so it's like <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. know synchronicity or something so it's gonna be something to do with that so this is the end of inside the upside down but it is not the end of our live stream that we do on tuesday nights we're still gonna do something um just we're gonna figure it out within the next week so i figure what we'll do for this particular episode is we will we can, I mean, we could reminisce about good times on Inside the Upside Down. We could do a paranormal Q and A. You know, you guys could throw some stuff down there in the in the, in the chat, and uh, you know, we'll take your topics and just you know, Inside the Upside Down. Um, you know, the idea was you know, with the Upside Down and Stranger Things, it's like the um, the opposite of the real world. It's that. Uh, spiritual world supernatural world that the the creatures and the entities go into that is basically (laughs) like a flip side of the real world and they found a way to cross into it what are you laughing about outside the downside up (laughs) nice (laughs) hey there was that kids book inside outside upside down we could do that but i think that's a dr zeus so um so we covered like a wide range of different supernatural topics. You know, we started with stuff. We started with shadow people, of course. We did cemetery stuff, of course. But then we did things like the Mandela effect and the, the Gonsfeld experiments. And we got into a lot of different type of metaphysical stuff that you know we weren't really covering on Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Because Edge of the Rabbit Hole, we're, you know, we're interviewing a guest and talking about their experiences and things like that. Um, so... Uh, Inside the Upside Down allowed us to explore some of these other topics. You know, we've, um, we even did like Area 51 the other day. You weren't here for that one. But, you know, we've done stuff like that. It allowed us to explore other topics, which we want to keep doing, just with a different title. So throw a topic down there. We'll discuss it. Um, Yeah, Adam, that is hard to say. so yeah uh it's funny so genevieve rogue oh my god i was just thinking uh walking in the shadows but didn't know about the book yeah that's the book i'm writing and then uh terry uh tormino uh the song will be in my head all night now awesome <laughs> it's an awesome song from an awesome band um diane hilbert if we fall down the rabbit hole name this where's the rope <laughs> nice I mean, there's a lot of different things we could name it, and we'll we'll brainstorm here over. I mean, I've already had a couple of ideas. Some things are already taken because a lot of people do make the play off of shadows. So we'll just we'll put, we'll put some ideas together and then cross check to see if you know stuff is already taken, and um, and we'll go from there. Andrea uh, Agrasin is asking about phantom shadows. I don't know. 
that, okay, Facebook just glitched. It went blue on me for a minute. Don't crap out on us, Facebook. <laughs> We've had enough technical issues. Uh, Tanya Haynes saying Shadow Worlds. I don't know. Maybe. 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 We could talk about what we were doing this past weekend um, with uh, with the cemetery crawl, zombie road, stuff like that. That was a good time. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So um, St. Charles. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's a, uh, well, and we had your favorite barbecue. Oh, my God. So. Salt and smoke. Yes. So I'm going to try to share this out while we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> try to multitask, right? Um, so what we ended up doing for this past weekend, and um, there'll be, of course, a video coming out soon here about St. Charles, about lost cemeteries. And that's another thing we've done here on Inside the Upside Down, um, lost cemeteries. So it's one of our uh, pet projects, I guess of trying to find these different places. And you found some places with your dad yesterday, too. Yeah, my dad. Well, we almost had a wreck on the bike because he'd pulled a mic and, like, slammed on the brakes. <laughs> Whoa, there's a cemetery. And it felt a lot different being on the bike than it did in the car. <laughs> I was a little frightened. I was I like, bet. but dad... He's like, well, I'm sorry. There's a cemetery right there. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. squirrel. But in this case, it's cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it wasn't that big. Um, there was a house across the street. And I assume that um, I named it the Corton Cemetery because the name of the road was Corton Road. And uh, there were Cortons and Crawfords in there. So it was toss-up between the two of them what, what the name of the cemetery was. So we'll have to look it up. Uh, but it was just a small little cemetery. And um, stones were, there were some modern, a little bit modern. And then there were some that were pretty old. A um, couple of them that would have required, you know, grave rubbing to be able to tell what they said. But... Unless there were some markers missing, it was a pretty small cemetery. Yeah. But it was still kind of cool. Small family cemetery out there, but those are always fun to find. Yeah. So we have some other suggestions here. Uh, Brandy Starleaper, Shadowside. Uh, Tim Show is uh, basically talking about your birthday barbecue. Oh, man. Um, that was good. Yeah. Thank you for the, the pics. Out of the Shadows is another one from Andrea Agrosane. Uh, so got some good suggestions down here. Uh, Genevieve Rove, uh, Shadow Convincer. Cool. So uh, another one uh, from Genevieve, Moon Shadow. Or sorry, I got Kitty. I'm over the moon, Moon Shadow. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Moon Shadow. Okay, cool. So, uh, but yeah, on Saturday at St. Charles, you know, we were tracking down the story of the lost cemetery that's at Kister Park. You know, um, if, for those of you that don't know, Greg, Greg Rankin down there uh, probably knows the story that um, Kister Park that's down there was originally the city cemetery. And they ended up moving the bodies out of there and put the park into place. But they didn't move all the bodies. Um, those that were a little bit, I guess, not well off, for lack of a better term, uh, were left there and the more affluent were moved. And... Um, what was the name of the cemetery? St. Uh, Charles... Bar Borromeo? Borromeo. There you go. Borromeo. 
uh, Cemetery is where they ended up. And so we went to St. Charles Baromeo Cemetery and we're taking a look at the stones. And on the one, because we're looking around for some sort of like plaque or marker or whatever, we found, you know, we find the founder of St. Charles up there. So, okay, that's cool. Because that looked like a, you know, maybe something to signify the, the other cemetery people, but no, um, it was the founder, which is still cool. But then we found um, a obelisk monument with a big plaque for Francois Duquette. And it tells the story right there of how his body was moved from the St. Charles Borromeo, or not from the St. Charles Borromeos, um, from the original city cemetery on Maine and Jackson, which is Kister Park. And then it was, his body wasn't moved straight to the St. Borromeo Cemetery, which is, you know, a couple miles away right now. It was moved next to the St. Borromeo Church that was downtown at the time, which was basically like a block up. Um, and apparently there was another little cemetery there. So even though all the stories that like Shauna was finding online are talking about, you know, Kister Park, which was a cemetery, and they're saying there is a lost cemetery here. It's like, no, there's two. Because where that church was, and they have a, um, a recreation that's there now, was also a cemetery. So you've had bodies moved all over this town in a couple different spots, which was really interesting to discover. Yeah. So, um, so we we uh, we covered that, and we'll get into like more in depth and, and all that when we do the video. Um, Tim shown shadows of the night. Um, that pr that probably <laughs> somebody probably has that one. Um, or yeah. Terry Tormino, yeah, Dark Shadows. That was like the first thing that came to mind. It's like, oh, we can't do that. because Fifty Shades of Shadows. Fifty Shades of Shadows from Adam Tillery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to change my name to Christian. <laughs> oh. All right. So <laughs> I thought that was like the edge of the rabbit hole type of topic there yeah <laughs> we went a little crazy in edge of the rabbit hole today so um so we did those cemeteries we did um saint Romeo. then uh, the other one was the uh emos new cemetery that was sad yeah that one was that was pretty sad because there was a well you tell it better than i do you go ahead Oh, <laughs> she knows the story she doesn't want to tell yeah, it yeah go ahead you tell it better uh, than i do okay so we're doing the research on St. Peromeo Cemetery, which is right there by these two other cemeteries. Uh, the one was called the Emos Cemetery and the other was Emos New Cemetery. So what the heck is this? And you're looking at the uh, Google Maps um, PC version, not on the phone, not on the mobile. The PC version shows this like huge like institution there. And then it has like these ghosted in roads. So it's like, okay, what the heck is this? Um, you know, what's going on with the cemetery? It looks like you, you can get to the one cemetery through a road, and but the other one not. So I dropped the guy down onto the map to go to the street view. And all of a sudden, you see like this new housing development that pops up on Google, uh, Google Maps, uh, on the street view. You can only go so far because apparently they've only done so much of the photography for it. So uh, come to find out, it's basically that it was the EMOS... Uh, it was the Emos Asylum for the original name, Emos Asylum, for 
uh, Epileptics and Idiots. Straight up, that was the name, Epileptics and Idiots. So basically, it was for people who had epilepsy and people who were, um, you know, had mental handicaps. Uh, this was the St. Charles uh, women's only version of that, and I forget where the original institute was. But basically, this has recently been obliterated. Um, and those big, huge buildings, and you know, and you know, the big church, and you know, all this stuff uh, that went with it, totally obliterated. The couple of cemeteries are left there. The one you can't get to because you have to go through private property and people's backyards and stuff. But the the new one is still there, and there's some stones. Um, but then from there, you're looking out over where the institute had been, and there's all these, you know, cookie cutter right on top of each other, family homes. We probably have no idea what was there. No. So, and you see the kids playing in the backyard, and yeah. You're like, if you knew what was underneath your house right now. Mm-hmm. Or what it used to be. Yeah, so it's like one of these days we're going to get a call from somebody in St. Charles that says, yeah, you know, we have all this activity going on, but we have like a newer house. It's like, where are you at? Yeah. Well, let me tell you about what used to be where your house is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, and I have a feeling that the people that they bought the houses or got the house book from, those people are going to be getting some phone calls. Oh, yeah. Like, what the hell? Well, I mean, just, I mean, you think about it. I mean, already they have three cemeteries right there, of course. And then they have the Institute where, you know, two of the cemeteries have people that lived there for a good chunk of their lives. So they're there because they didn't have to go far. They went from basically the middle of that neighborhood to the cemetery as far as their physical body. So they're going to be there. Crazy stuff. So we have some more suggestions here for the new name. So Diane Hilbert says Shadow Talk. Uh, Tammy Blocker Golden says Shadow Stalkers. I'm liking these suggestions, guys. Um, so keep Tammy them coming. Tammy is um, my photographer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Looking forward to this yeah, photo if shoot. Anybody lives in Missouri, Tammy Blocker Golden down there in chat. Her and her daughter are awesome photographers the hair and the makeup the edits the i mean they really and it's, and it's like the creepy cool like gothic sort of yeah. stuff yeah so if you i mean they're they the ones that did your vampire shoot yeah okay my vampire cool. photo shoot so if you guys have ever seen that um it's pretty damn album, sexy <laughs> it's it was i amazing. was stalking that stuff before we met <laughs> um all that <clears throat> and a photo shoot so look yeah. it up Look her up on Facebook and hit her up because Shauna tested and approved. Awesome. Don Francisco says Shadow Voyeurs. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I could don the name Christian with that one. (laughs) Uh, Atomic Nicholas Lost in the Shadows. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm definitely liking these names. Um... Else, um, Terry Tormino, uh, Poltergeist Time, new house built over a cemetery. Yeah, uh, well, it's not actually built over the cemetery. The, the three cemeteries are kind of like around it. The houses are built on top of where the institute was. So basically, where like the dormitories, the infirmary, the church, like this whole school, all that stuff would have been. Um, and it's leveled houses, and then you know, cemetery behind it, and then two that are off to the side there. 
So it's crazy. Stacy Comiskey into the shadows. Genevieve Roque, Shadow Mancer. Interesting. Cool. Uh, Brandy Star Leaper, Shadow Voyage. A lot of great ones here. Tammy Heitzman says Mike is blushing. Was I blushing? Probably just hot. Oh, probably. Well, probably when I said I was stalking your stuff, which I was. Because <laughs> you'd comment on something and I'd be like, who's this? Click. Oh, I know her. Go through the photos. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, then we went to uh, what they call Zombie Road, and uh, it's kind of an interesting place. It's, it's out in the woods. It was a uh, old road from long ago. Um, there's that little railroad line that goes through there, um, and, and you, people. You know, I feel like you're being watched a little bit. Yeah. Like there was at least you know one or two times. But my favorite part was the path that went to the river. Right, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful, peaceful, and there's a bunch of rocks. And I found my first hagstone out in the wild. She so did. I'm pretty happy about that because um, I have a hagstone, and I gave one of my friend Nikia. So we'd have a match set, but I bought those from Zen, and they got them from the wild too. You know, right. you can tell. So, uh, but I but I found one, and I want to go back, and I want to find some more found some pumice and some kind of i don't even know what kind of rock it was but it was that kind of cool that, that pink. pinkish one yeah we'll have to look yeah. that up and figure it out because offhand i didn't know i mean i found like a piece of jasper down in there an oyster shell which somebody probably threw off of their boat because they were eating oysters but <laughs> yeah. um so it's some interesting stuff um we always like rocks and geology and all that but um yeah the road itself um you know, it was very cool with the little train tracks going over it and everything. But, um, you know, people see apparitions there of like Native Americans, Civil War soldiers, children, industrial workers. So it's a, it's a very haunted path that's going through. Basically, it's a park there now. Uh, and so they've nicknamed it Zombie Road. So we had to go check it out. Um, Diane Hilbert, is the photo shoot still for viewing? So your vampire one is still on your profile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's like way down. I have a lot of photo albums. Anybody that's on my friends list knows I've got probably several thousand photos because uh, I'm always uploading something. And yeah, it's the the photo shoot. And then it has like some random um, the stuff that was happening. And then I basically just took a bath and a big pool of blood. Yeah. <laughs> It was pretty cool. It so pretty whenever cool. I'm, you know, going in to take a shower, I look I look like I just went on a murdering spree. So Maybe yeah. you did. Maybe I did. Maybe she did. Uh Greg Rankin, Shadow of Mordor. Um, well, that is a little bit too much Lord of the Rings, but um, <laughs> and I love Lord of the Rings, but couldn't use it. Uh Robert Hanna, the Shadow World. Um, Stacey Comiskey, Shadow's Edge. What do you see? Brighton. Brighton. Uh, several old cemeteries here around Brighton, like Brighton, Illinois. Yeah, Brighton where? That's pretty close. Well, I've, I have been saying that there's a couple around Brighton. We just always drive through it, and we just haven't done much yeah. there. <clears throat> um, yeah, Don is saying many Civil War cemeteries in her small town. Yep. Um, they're going to go check out your photos afterward. Cool. Uh, Tracy Christian, back and forth into the shadows. So, um, yeah, still have some great suggestions here. 
<coughs> but they Excuse do other me. photo shoots too, though, because they do um, like children. They probably do mm-hmm. senior pictures if you want them to do it, and glam. I mean, just whatever you want to do, as creepy or cool or glam as you want to do it, they'll do it. Um, yep. She says, sorry, yes, Brighton is. So, okay, so Brighton, cool. Mm-hmm. That's just right down the road. Oh, yeah. All right, so I know we've, we've talked about that before. We just, like I said, we always end up driving right through. <laughs> so we'll have to definitely do it this time. Um, all right, so with this being our final inside the upside down, we can talk, we can highlight some of the stuff that we've done. Like your Gonsfeld experiment was always an interesting story. Which we've never actually done. We haven't done one yet. But we need to. Yep. So Gonsfeld experiment basically is sensory deprivation and tuning into your surroundings during a paranormal investigation. Yeah. Well, you you used it for a paranormal investigation. Others just use it for sensory deprivation and kind of like um, testing for ESP and stuff like that. But you actually use it during a paranormal investigation. Yeah, kind of like, um, kind of like on Insidious. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Insidious, where she uses like the whole mask and everything. So, yeah, and we just we did kind of like a modified version of that, but um, it worked. Um, if, when you're going to do it, do it around. Do it if you're going to do it in a place that you're kind of creeped out by. Do it around people that you trust to be around you, because, um, I mean, I did it in a cafe, so. I, I would not, very rare was I alone in there. Um, and I definitely would not close my eyes alone in there. But whenever you do that experiment, it's basically just you and your own little world. And you, um, there could be people, you know, and people were just, you know, several feet away from me. And I couldn't feel, feel them, see them, hear them, anything. Um, and then you stand it for like 20, we each did it for like 25 minutes or so. Um, and it, it took me a while, you know, to kind of relax, be like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to do this. And I was like, will I be able to go under if I'm thinking about it? You know, and then finally, um, then it felt like I wasn't under for that long. Uh, and then finally things started happening like towards the end. So if yeah. you can allow yourself to relax and, and open yourself up to it, um, people have been known to um, astrally project um there's there's uh, an, a number of cool things that can happen so yeah absolutely and we had kind of had to wonder you know if you're you know not totally you know aware of your body at the time can you bring something back with you and <laughs> stuff like that so you never know yeah so especially in a place like the cafe yeah, yeah. Well, that place you know you were usually leaving with something um, somebody will just somebody say was somebody. following you out. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no matter what you said in there, I mean, you could say, don't follow me home. You could be specific <laughs> about who you didn't want to follow you. Well, home. you let Byron come home with you. I let him come home. Yeah. Yeah. He knew he could come home with me. I'd be like, come on, let's go. You know, he did it on his own. So I figure he's not attached to the venue. He's just attached to the property so he can go wherever he wants as long as it's in his little in a little area. Area because yeah. he definitely didn't follow me whenever I left the area. Yeah, because he stayed over there. So Tom McNicholas, Lost in the Shadows, the Interdimensional Interpretation by Mike Ricksecker. That's funny. 
Uh, Darian uh, Von Winman. I hope I'm saying that right, Von Winman. Uh There are several outside of town in the country. Yeah, around uh, Brighton area, uh, area or um, if you go, if you go, um, what? Check out our Lost Cemeteries video. Uh, it's It covers Jersey County, which, you know, isn't too far. And there's Belt Salem and Armstrong. And so it's it's a uh, project that we've been undertaking is finding these different Lost Cemeteries around the country. And then we did... Kind of we po- we haven't posted that with Kennedy. I did like the IGT video and I posted a little bit like on the Patreon page and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so be on the lookout for that too from from the uh, Hunter Road Media YouTube channel. So and yeah, that's I guess that's where I'm meaning to say since right now we're broadcasting Facebook. Check out the Hunter Road Media YouTube channel, our Lost Cemetery videos. Um, yeah, so let's see. Tim shown Secrets of the Shadows. Yeah, Don, final ups, inside the upside down. That's why everybody's giving the the shadow d- names because this is our final inside the upside down, and so we're we're changing the name. Um, uh, Genevieve Rogue, I love sensory deprivation. Um, yeah. So Michelle Kuhn, not sure what the shadow names are for, but does things like uh, shadow secrets, secrets of the shadow, like this go along with the conversation? Um, okay, no, it's we're changing the name of the show. This is the Inside the Upside Down show. We're changing the name of it. Um, we've been we've been doing this for almost two years. I see it blipped again like that. But we've been doing this one for almost two years, just changing the name, and so we're going to do something with shadows, and um, so people are throwing down the, the different names <laughs> having to do with shadows. Um, yeah. And Don, we haven't even discussed the new season of Stranger Things. Check out my podcast. <laughs> um, I did post the Stranger uh, Things season three review. Like, it was right after it came out. So what, we're talking like a month ago? Um, I did the review. But just go to the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on like almost any podcast platform like iTunes, TuneIn, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey Podcast. And um, yeah, I can tune into the Stranger Things 3 review that I did. And if you want, the posts are probably still down on my page somewhere. So you can always just add to that and we can discuss. Um, let's see. So I think if you guys had a couple of more here. Diane Hilbert saw your photos. She said, great photos. Um, Kathy Siliento, yeah, the shadow knows the old radio show, <laughs> like old school back in the forties. That's awesome. Um, so let's see. And Dave Wilkerson, Dave Styles is still pining for Spook Show Con in Chattanooga. So Tom McNicholas, Dave Wilkerson, you two connect and work on the Spook Show Con in Chattanooga. <laughs> so. Um, so let's see what else have we done on inside the upside down um we've we've talked well we talked about uh reincarnation we did a a couple of different things on that conspiracy theories did conspiracy theories um you know if you want any of you guys want to talk about any of these subjects just throw that down in there yeah we did conspiracy theories we did um well i did slender man i think i did that one on my own so some of those different ones, like um, Dear David thing, we debunked that. Um, just some of those kind of off the wall ones. Um, Mandela effect, we did that. You know, so there's a lot of different topics that uh, we've done. 
Um, and Tim Schoen's calling for it. All right. So, and Vanessa Hogo wants parallel shadows. So, you know. This final episode of Inside the Upside Down is brought to you by Hunter Road Roast. It helps you hunt ghosts. <laughs> um, yeah, so there we go. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's... Well, okay, we did the dream world and uh, astral projection. Time travel. Time travel. Yeah, a lot, we, did, we recently did time travel. So shadow like, people. Shadow people. Well, we, yeah, we, we get into shadow people... Um, well, we started off the show with Shadow People, and then, um, what was it, maybe two months ago, we did Shadow People again, like our first time in a year and a half, and I know some people fretted about it, or maybe it was a person, um, but you hadn't told your stories. The Shadow People stories had always been from my side, and you had an opportunity to tell your Shadow People stories, which you've had some. Yeah, I've had a few. Yep. Um... Like you had uh, Shawshank Shadows, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like the Goldenrod. And we're going to talk about, you're actually going to talk about that in the book, A Walk in the Shadows. You're going to submit a couple stories. Mm-hmm. People have been uh, submitting some shadow people stories to that and uh, recounting their experiences. But Goldenrod Showboat. Mineral Springs. Mineral Springs. A lot. Vandalia. Yep. Vandalia. So you've seen, um, yeah, Diane Hilbert. That was an old radio show. Yep. Um, yes, we did also care, uh, cover Area 51 here just a couple of weeks ago, the whole storming Area 51. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I believe that stuff is going on there. I don't believe storm it. <laughs> you might get yourself killed. Um, the whole, you know, they can't, they can't shoot all of us. Yes, they could. Yes, they could. Just yeah. watch the end of The Last Samurai. They could absolutely mow you down like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're trespassing. They're perfectly within their rights to do it, really. I mean, yeah, they got the signs there. The deadly force is authorized. Yeah. So, yep. So, um, yeah. So, shadows. We can we can talk a little bit about shadows here. Does water Since, have memory? Does water have memory? Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> oh, it's it's a uh, it's an interesting idea, and you know, I saw somebody like not too long ago throw up there for a show topic, uh, whatever their show was, water memory. And it's like really, <laughs> so it's getting around. Yeah, does water have memory? Well, if it did, if water really had memory, you got to think about it. You know, this stuff just gets recycled through the earth. You know, it's on the ground; it evaporates. Goes up into the air, becomes a cloud, rains, you know, and through the cycle, right? Well, that means that the water that we're we're drinking right now, thousands of years ago, you know, was somebody else drank this. It rained on somebody else, and those could have been some of our historic figures. Um, I always throw what, like Cleopatra out there, or Julius Caesar, or you know, anybody from history, Genghis Khan. I mean, throw some names out, Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> you know whomever um you know so think about if water had memory the stories it could tell because <laughs> it's it's been here forever and so it knows the truth it's almost kind of like if the walls could speak right mm-hmm. yeah what if water could speak it does 
does. Well, yes, in Mineral Springs, it speaks. Water-based EVPs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, we've talked. We've talked water-based EVPs before. We've done shows like that. We've done Inside the Upside Down shows where we've um, gone through our uh, paranormal evidence, like uh, EVPs or photos, um, the Campbell Grade School shadow. Um, you know, um, the footsteps at Campsville. We've, you know, any of our like really cool EVPs or photo evidence or anything like that, we've we've done inside the upside down shows on. So ley lines. Ley lines. We've done ley lines, yes. And then for Edge of the Rabbit Hole, we brought on Sil- Freddie Silva to better explain ley well, lines. I mean, yeah. Vanessa says, Me and my shadow. Nice. <laughs> Kathy Siliento, Beyond the Shadow. Bree Jones through the shadows. Um, yeah. Diane Hilbert, me and my shadow strolling down the avenue. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, uh, Genevieve. Yeah, I, I know the Area 51 thing is a, is a joke, but some people were having all these, you know, kind of crazy ideas, so we addressed it. We, we talked about... Um, you know some of the different things that they are actually hiding at Area 51, and just just come, cl- just tell us the things that we want to know. Show us a pic of, show us an alien have, doing a selfie on another world or something. You know, um, Dave Wilkerson seen shadows on the battlefield down there in Chattanooga area. Yeah, um, Elizabeth Bathory, did she drink water? Well, <laughs> I, I guess I mean she bathed. Well, actually, she didn't bathe in blood, but she tortured a lot of young women <laughs> for sure. Um, and they, I mean, the numbers vary as to how many she actually killed. Some say, you know, like around 600, some say it's even more than that. Um, yeah, I mean, the legend is she bathed in blood, but there's actually no evidence that she actually did. Um, but you know, the, uh, the, the different atrocities that she committed and, you know, the torture and, and all that, I mean, and it wasn't. You know, just after her husband died, her husband was doing it too with her before he died. Um, they would do crazy things like um, they'd get ticked off with somebody, and they, on a cold winter's night, throw them out in the snow naked, and then dump water on them and leave them out there to freeze to death. And uh, basically, when her husband died, she went further off the deep end. So we have a. Oh, one of our Friday Night Ghost Frights on Elizabeth Bathory. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tammy Heisman, Running in the Shadows. Cool. Um, let's see. Vanessa Hogle, show Pandora's Box. <laughs> I couldn't do that, actually. For one, I'm sure somebody already has used that name, Pandora's Box, for a show. But two, my friend Ron would kill me. That was the name of our band. Pandora's box. Actually, it was the name of our band for the most part. And then Aerosmith came out with their box set, Pandora's box. And he decided, well, we can't call ourselves Pandora's box now. So then we were Empire's End for a while. So we're we're talking like 30 years ago. (laughs) Um, Yeah, now they're talking Elizabeth Bathory down there. Yeah, she, she, uh, and that was the thing was, yeah, she basically had, had killed all the girls from the village. And then, um, you know, she had to take in uh, new people. She needed new victims. So she opened up actually a 
finishing school, college there at the castle, and she started killing noble girls. And once she did that, that's what did it for her. Um, Katie Birdie, Memories of a Shadow. Uh, Diane Hilbert as a Shadow Lurks. Stacy Comiskey, Shadow Box. So, um, Robert Hanna, the area known as S4 near Area 51 is where they're keeping the alien spacecrafts according to Bob Lazar. Yes, that's Bob Lazar's testimony to that, which I actually believe Bob Lazar in that, and I've talked about that in that video. Um, and also when we did conspiracy theories on Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Um, so, and you can watch those for, as for the reasons why. As the shadow walks. It's kind of almost like as the world turns. These are also <laughs> all good book band and song names. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Diane Hilbert, Shadow Walker. Okay, so since we're talking shadows, let's talk about our shadow people stories. We'll just, we'll just go there. So, um, so I mentioned it earlier, Goldenrod Showboat with um, the shadow, the two twinkles. You want to talk about that? Um. Yeah, not only, well, it wouldn't be the first time that I've ever seen a shadow, but, and this one was taller than your average adult, but not like the super tall, creepy looking shadow people that sometimes people talk about. Um, it was definitely human. Um, could have been wearing a dress uh, because I didn't really see any legs. Um, but then the shadow... I come up to the top of the stairs, and I never really went anywhere on the boat alone, uh, but I went up to the top of the stairs, and as soon as I got in the doorway, I saw the shadow walk through the doorway into the next room, and then two of the little twinkles following it, so that would be also a first for seeing more than one twinkle in an area at the same time. Yeah, and that was an area where every time I walked through there, from the very first time I ever stepped on that boat when you first invited me out, um, I always got, and it was just some sort of, um, I don't want to say buzz, but that's where I'd like it cobwebby on the arms and face I didn't like and it. just, it was, there was always something creepy about that area. Um, just, just definitely creep factor just walking through it. And then we discover that last time we ever investigated, uh, Jake finally let us know that, Hey, that area up there was actually Charlie's room. And so Charlie was connected to Annie, who perished. We don't know how, but she wound up um, next to the boat in the water, dead. So um, so we had a theory that possibly the shadow that we were seeing, if it is a human spirit uh, manifesting as a shadow, uh, that it could have possibly been Charlie. Yeah, and he was, he had every reason to be um, upset, you know, which could be why the energy was so strong up in there and why it just always felt just unhappy. Um, so it makes sense to me. And the twinkles, I have no idea. I've only seen one at a time, but I'd never seen two of them together. And it kind of looked like they were all three affiliated with each other somehow because the twinkles just followed him, just like single file, just floated right through the doorway with the shadow. So I always wondered about that because um, usually whenever we see a twinkle, it's just like, oh, there's a twinkle, you know, a random, you know, but it doesn't always happen at the same time as the other stuff. Right. So. See, Joe Chandler, a voice of the shadows for a suggestion. Uh, Chipper Terry is asking, Shauna, did you sense that the shadow person was negative? Uh, 
Um, not negative, like scary, dark, non-human negative. Just negative as in um, it was not good energy. It was just unhappy. Um, and sometimes, uh, and it wasn't like fear. It was just the energy. It was, it was just too much. And I just didn't like it up there. Like sometimes it was just way too overwhelming and just got hit this wall of, um, no, not gonna, not gonna go in there. But every once in a while I would go in there and I'd be like, okay, let's hurry up, you know, right. because it just in your face, just uncomfortable. You could almost like feel it, like wear it. And it was just so, so negative. And, and I'm, I'm sure Charlie was a nice guy. You know, I'm sure he was, um, never really heard anything bad about him. Um, but, but he seems to be pretty, if this is him, uh, pretty sad in the afterlife and he's letting people know it. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least he was, cause we don't know what's going on now, now that the boat is gone. So, right. So I still want to go, you know, there to see if anybody, Anybody's still hanging around. Yeah, if anybody's yeah. still hanging around. I would guess that the the balls of light, the twinkles, the whatever we saw whenever we went back, um, I, I would imagine they're tied to the land. And, of course, they kind of follow around here, too. Mm-hmm. So kind of wonder always if um, I wasn't open to seeing them before. But then all of a sudden I was, and they're just naturally here. Only my filter just kind of lifted enough for me to acknowledge them. Or have I not seen them all this time because they follow me? Right. I have no idea. I do not have an answer for that. (laughs) So uh, Robert Hanna asked, do you guys need permits to investigate any of those cemeteries? I mean, most of the cemeteries we go to are public. you know anything that would that would be private? We would ask. Like we were, we were looking into the Molly Crenshaw story um, for this past Saturday, since we were going to be in the area and the cemetery where she's buried. Although they've removed the headstone uh, because of all the, if you guys know the legend at all, and um, you know people are actually going and doing things to the grave, with, you know, desecrating the gravesite and things of like course. that. So um, they removed the headstone. <clears throat> Um, but the cemetery that she's at is actually on private property. It's a really big cemetery, actually. It's pretty good size, but um, you have to make arrangements to to go there and get permission because it's on private property. So for something like that, we would not permit, but... I mean, and, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. And the worst they could say is no. And if they say no, then you could stay off the property line and just zoom in and take pictures that way just tell them we get it but we're going to be off the property line we're still going to take pictures if that's okay you know um just ask you would be surprised what you would be you know allowed to see allowed to do if you just ask permission because most of those people are just pissed because you know nobody asked permission they just go and then if you i mean it's just courtesy yeah if you're disrespectful enough to just go without asking then they're going to assume that you're probably also a vandal too because vandals don't ask permission and they you know desecrate graves like and knock stuff over it so these people don't know that that you're not going to do that so uh i don't blame them yeah i don't blame them either i'd be mad too if someone came on my property without asking yep 
Uh, Genevieve Roga used to see, she's talking about shadows. You see one off in random places. Um, was an actual like moments of my life where things were about to change before my mom passed away. It was strange, not negative. I'd see it every second of the day for a while. It looked like a typical Reaper image, but didn't feel like one. So that would be like the hooded figure, uh, which, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag. Sometimes they're negative. Sometimes they're not. I mean, you're one of the twins had some interesting experiences with uh, with the hooded figure, both in a negative way and in what seemed like a positive way. Yeah. So that was a really interesting story that she told, and it's it's making the hooded figure section of the book. Yeah. So. Well, I'm sure they'll be happy to hear that. I hope she doesn't mind. But probably should ask her. Well, I have to ask. Are you watching? Well, I don't. I can't remember if it was Tammy or Tanya. <laughs> well, I hit them both up. Yeah. So just to verify, but yeah, I've got that. I haven't hit the hooded figure section of the of the book yet, but yeah. Um, let's see, yeah, Terry, how lucky you two are to have a partner who shares your passion for the paranormal. Absolutely, it's one of the things that brought us together. I mean, mm-hmm. actually, the paranormal is what brought us together, but it's you know it's something that we're able to that we have in common that we are able to go do whenever we both have time off to to spin together yeah so like now <laughs> now we're sitting here talking about the paranormal yeah uh kathy Siliento, the shadow specter cool cool um yeah i mean it might be one of these names that somebody threw down that we end up using i don't know i don't know maybe <laughs> that'd be pretty cool and um yeah and i've had a lot of shadow people experiences you know and that was just one of yours you've had a few um i've had a lot uh, one of the more interesting ones, though, was when we were together, and we didn't see it while we were there, but looking over the footage afterward, it was where we kept hearing, you know, noises and sounds and all that. It was at the Campbell Grade School, and it was by that door that led to the boys' locker room and down to the basement, and it was like toying with us, because we'd hear something from over there, we'd go over there, nothing, and then we'd hear things from over the bleachers we go back in the bleachers nothing mm-hmm. going on in the bleachers but then back over there by that door we'd hear stuff and so we're panning the camera around and you know you're trying to talk to it and and, and all that and i ended up on the video capturing the shadow person walking uh, so it was very cool um somewhere like I'm, i know it's on my instagram i have the still image or a, a clip a, a, a still captured from that and, and put on there so you guys can see it um but it's in all of the um the Campbell grade school uh videos that we've done and on one of our inside the upside down shows um when we were covering well, it was probably on a couple of them we were covering shadows and we were covering like video evidence or photos or something like that so um but that was really really cool and then we went back and we tested like the height chest high yeah yeah because i had you go stand about where it was walking at and then um you took a photo and just compared you know the clip that we had captured from the video to shauna's photo that we had taken and just kind of compared the height and yeah so about chest high so maybe it's a child i mean it's a school and then we had to stop coming in there yeah i was well, kind of mad about that archaeology department took yeah. it over so. and you know i hated that basement oh my god at one time and actually 
Uh, Tanya says she's still there. She's still in the room. Um, is my okay. last my last was it, time? Was in. it Tanya that told the story? Was it? I'm, I'm sorry, I cannot tell you two apart. <laughs> Tanya, <laughs> well, was it you that told the the hooded figure? And if so, do we have permission to use the story? And put your name. You'll you put your name yeah. on it. Yeah. If you want your name, or if we make it anonymous or whatever. So, um, yeah, uh, Robert Han is asking if we investigated Resurrection Cemetery. Um, Ghost Con coming up here in Chicago um, this October. We'll check it out. So, because, yeah, we want to check out the Resurrection Mary story. And Terry says it's, uh, that we make a great team. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um so, Kathy Siliento with a good question. Have you ever felt threatened from a shadow person? That's like the whole question of are they evil or anything like that. Um, I will say this. The first shadow person I ever saw, yes, because I didn't understand what it was. Um, and for those of you that don't know the story, so I was about eight or nine years old, woke up in the middle of the night, I look in the corner of my room and there's there stands a shadow person of course i did not know at the time that that's what you call it i thought there was an intruder in my room that was there to kill me you know i mean i've seen enough movies you know somebody in my room is going to kill me <laughs> completely black um couldn't see any features nothing like that it came up to my bed i was frightened i was trying to scream but mouth open nothing came out so yes i, I felt threatened <laughs> It crossed my arms across my body for whatever reason, I don't know. And then it ran off down the hall and I watched it go. Um, finally found my voice, found my legs, ran screaming off to my parents' room. Of course, they told me that I just had a dream, but I was awake for the whole thing. So I think there's a moth flying around, yeah. Um, so yes, I felt threatened at the time from that. Um, since that time, I've had to wonder uh, what its true intentions were. I've had a couple of people tell me that maybe maybe it thought I was dead and was putting me into a burial pose. So maybe it wasn't necessarily trying to be evil or nasty or anything like that. And maybe I didn't actually have anything to be scared of. Of course, being the age I was, of course I did. Um, but the other shadows that I've seen, um, you know, one looking in my bedroom when I was 13 years old and kept peeking in as I was unpacking boxes because we were moving into a new house. No, it was just kind of curious. I didn't feel threatened. Um, one at Johnny V's restaurant. You can you can check all these out in our Shadow People videos um, on the Hunter Road Media YouTube channel. Um, one at Johnny V's restaurant when I walked into the kitchen and it just like darted across the room. It was more like I scared it. Um, so, you know, most other shadows that I've seen, I have not felt threatened. And I don't know if you felt threatened by, I mean, kind of creeped out, I guess, by that one at Goldenrod, but... Yeah, I mean, I was more surprised than anything. Um, but there is, there is, there was the one that I was talking about earlier today. Um, Rita was with me. It was a private investigation. Actually, it was after the night that all hell broke loose at the cafe. And we weren't okay. quite done, but we didn't want to go back in there. So we're like, well, we had this other one. Let's see if we were able to go to that one. And so we did. Um, and that was the time after listening to the audio, there were two spirits talking to each other. There was a man that um, growled and then said something. And then there was a woman that told us just to please go hmm. because it sounded like she was on our side, <laughs> you wow. know, like, oh, my God, get away. 
uh, we didn't we didn't hear any of that. Um, but and usually whatever you know, when we first walked into the house, all of us were like, "Hi," you know, and I'd been in the house many times. Um, my sister used to live there okay. and uh, I'd been there a few times and um, but this time we were going in for a different reason so you know made sure to say hi you know this is this is us this is why we're here um, and then the one time that Reed and I were just walking through the house and um, just opened the door to one of the rooms and there was a shadow right there and we both saw it because I was like do you see that you know and she was like right there and um but it, and it was just standing there and i think we startled it but instead of running it just kind of stood there and just kind of like was kind of like moving a little bit back and forth but the energy that it was giving off you could just feel it like in pulses and i was like Ugh. you know i was well, like we're we're just gonna we're just we're just gonna we're sorry <laughs> we're sorry we're just we're just gonna back up and we're just gonna leave you be you know and so we shut the door and we looked at each other and then I was like, you know, no, we can't go back in there now. We just told it we were going to leave, you know. And um, but as you we were looked at the bottom, like where the, the bottom of the door was, you could see that you couldn't hear it. But you could see that it was just like pacing. It looked like something was right. walking back and forth, like maybe it was expecting us to, you know, come back in there. Uh, wasn't really again, wasn't really negative, but it was just this wave just and it hit the both of us um it was really strong uh but there's a difference between you know something can be negative and just feel you know uncomfortable but that doesn't mean that it's anything bad like if you're sitting next to somebody who's really angry with you um you're going to feel uncomfortable and so it's just like that that's that's the way I look at it. It doesn't mean it's scary. Right. It doesn't mean, you know, I got a demon sitting next to me or anything. <laughs> um, it just means it's just an unhappy energy. It's just uncomfortable. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot one. What? Okay, go ahead. She got another yeah, one. Yeah, the night at the cafe before, uh, we all went to the bathroom. We all went, you, you always went to oh the bathroom. Oh, God, it's a bathroom story. A shadow, shadow person in the bathroom? No. But you always go to the bathroom in groups at the cafe because you have safety in numbers. So then when we were done and we come back and open a door or the dapper of the door slams shut behind us, of course. So we're all like sitting ducks back there. We're like, what? where do we go now? You know, we got all of our stuffs out there. So we're not going to be cowards and go out the back. We're going to go out there, but we're going to announce ourselves first. You know, hey, it's us. You know, we're coming back. But when we open the door, this huge shadow. And I don't mean like tall, skinny, you know, super dark. But I mean, like that thing filled the doorway. Oh, wow. I mean, it was big. Um, it was on something. <laughs> I mean, it was, <laughs> it, it, was it was like six and a half. It was, it was well over six feet it, at least. It was like wherever its chest was, I was about chest high on it. I mean, it was tall and um and broad like really broad um like linebacker you know football mm-hmm. broad and couldn't really see legs it was just this giant shadow form and then it just stood there and there was like six of us there and we all saw because everybody was kind of like backing up a little bit and 
except for me i'm standing right there <laughs> i was like sitting there wondering can this thing like hurt me like what happens if it rushes me am i gonna feel it so i got all these things going through my head and then it just uh, moved off to the other side of the room and just got to the wall and it was just gone so i don't i don't know so we went and sat down and then um after about five minutes of sitting down and hearing what sounded like furniture moving upstairs, I was like, time to go. <laughs> and that's when all the craziness that's happened. That's when it got so. crazy. Uh, Tom McNicholas is asking me, did your arms cross on their own or did you feel his hands touching you? So yeah, he actually, thank you Adobe for letting me know I have six updates available. Um, yeah, so he, I he grabbed my arms and crossed them across my body like that. So I, and I felt him touch so and it didn't feel people have asked me to feel cold you know to feel electric it just felt like somebody taking my arms and grabbing them i mean it, it just felt like any other person actually it didn't feel any different than um anything else that i would have felt uh, up to that point in time so yeah i mean even then i'm still thinking that this was some sort of intruder there some bad guy to kill me except I didn't see a face. It was all black, you know, no features, nothing, just black. But can shadow people attack you? Can shadow people attack you? Oh, that's from Dave. Um, good question. And I'm going to say, uh, well, they can because there are ones that do, but, um, there's a caveat here. So not all shadow people are evil. Okay, um, and I, I think that's something that's been thrown out there far too much um, these days. Or well, not even these days, it's been around for a while. There's a lot of people that will say, well, all shadow people are evil. They're the darkest, the most darkest thing out there, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, well, some of them, but not all of them. It, it, they're just like with people, like there's bad people. And there's, there's people that do like human beings that do some really really atrocious things that do some evil things um that do hurt you same thing with shadow people there are ones that are mean and nasty and nefarious and will hurt you um but then there's others that don't you know most of the shadow people stories and i've been collecting them for a long time now most of the shadow people stories are just they're they're creeping people out because they're standing there staring at you and they're just looking and they're looking and and people are afraid of that you know their fear is heightened because here's this entity in my room here's this dark thing that you know i don't know what it is it's all black it's standing there staring at me just being extremely creepy and so you know people fear what they don't understand so they don't know why it's doing it so they get extremely frightened and i think sometimes people work themselves into, up into too much of a frenzy over this thing that's just standing there looking at them um, other ones like i've said Johnny V's, it's like I scared it. Others are just, you know, peeking, peeping in the door and they're gone. Um, so majority of shadow people and shadow people stories that I've, you know, either talked to people about or collected or they've written me or whatever, most of them, I mean, don't get hurt or get harmed or whatever. It's just a creepy moment. Um, but there are ones, unfortunately, that, yes, yeah, sometimes will hurt people. It can happen. I kind of wonder if I've ever seen like an authentic shadow person because I I feel like most of the ones I've seen 
I feel like uh, sometimes the energy that, that I feel is the same as the human spirits that I interact with. I think they just manifest themselves in whatever they're either strong enough to do or just whatever they feel like showing at the time. Yeah, there's there's some of those that are they are actual human spirits. They're not like an authentic quote-unquote authentic shadow person they're not a interdimensional being that a actual shadow person is some of them are human spirits that just they can't quite manifest or we don't quite understand but like the little girl excuse me at mineral springs it's basically like she morphed out of the shadows because down the hall this happened at uh the paracon the hunter road media paracon that we had back in june during the investigation tom mcnicholas down the chat was there um Nick and Dustin and all them, yeah. So we're looking down the hall because we had heard some noises from from the hallway. So we go out there, we're taking a look, and at the end of the hall are it's like these shadows that are moving and they're rising and it's coming, you know, closer down the hall and it does like this weird swaying thing, you know, from like one side to another, but more on the right side than the left, and it's kind of going like this. And then as it comes closer it like morphed into the apparition of a little girl. And I didn't see it when it was a shadow, of course. Of course. So I didn't get to see the cool morphing thing. By the yeah. time I noticed, um, it was she had already started forming. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that, so, but that's one there. That's a story right there where it's like, yeah, she was trying to manifest. Early on, she was, I don't know if she was having a problem manifesting or whatever, but she was in a shadow form. And then was finally able to fully manifest as the apparition. So yeah, the shadows can be people. Yeah, that that was crazy. Yeah. So I it mean, really the was. the question becomes, you know, how can you tell between a real shadow person and a human spirit that's a shadow? And that's that's difficult. Um, sometimes you just don't know, um, which is going to be a topic discussed in the book. <clears throat> um. From Terry, Mike, did you tell your family about the shadow person? Um, yeah, I mean, I immediately ran to my parents' bedroom. They, they, I was a kid. I was eight or nine years old. They, they told me I was having a bad dream. Now, when I was 13 and we moved into the new house in Ohio, and I was seeing that shadow person peek in my room. I mean, it was going on for a couple of days there at the beginning um, as I'm unpacking and putting things away and all that. And finally, I was like, I keep seeing this thing. Mm-hmm. So I asked my mom and she actually admitted that she had seen it too so i was like okay good i'm not crazy and um i guess maybe she thought i was old enough to that she could admit that um and for the next couple months i would see it periodically kind of doing the same thing and then the activity just went away so um so that's a yes and no you know when i was little they said no when i was older at least my mother said yes so um Tom McNicholas, there is still that shadow person at the Red Roof Inn I would like to communicate with. Yeah, I remember that last time that we were there. There is um, So Spook Show Con, you go there, um, August 18th. Uh, that'll be at the Red Roof Inn there in DeKalb. So, um, Terry says, being stared at is creepy enough, but by a black shadow person with no face? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that no face thing kind of gets me. You know, and you can't see features. I mean, it's just still... I still get creeped out by a lot of things. Um, I think it creeps me out more when I can see it than when I can't see it, even though I get creeped out by that too. <laughs> I'm not I'm not the bravest paranormal investigator. Um, not always. 
there's just some sometimes it's it's okay but there's just sometimes it's just doesn't matter how big piece of black tourmaline i'm carrying just sometimes <laughs> i just sometimes right. i just don't want to be alone there yeah yeah, Tom, it was in the coat closet, right? Um, Kathy Siliento, question. I was watching one of your investigations and noticed on the floor running along the side of the wall was a, some small black round shadows. There was more than just one. I can't remember which investigation it was, but it was creepy. I, I hope I hope you can remember so you yeah, can tell remember. us which one. <laughs> so um, we can watch it again. Yeah, it was not a mouse or anything like that, but it was close to that size. Still trying to figure out what it was. Um, did you happen you, to see it? I didn't happen to see it because I would have remembered something like that. Yeah. Do you remember? We did a lot of lives at Mineral Springs um, at Vandalia. Yeah, uh, she didn't necessarily we... say it was live. She said during one of your investigation videos. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you could figure out which one, that would be awesome. I'd love yeah. to take a look. Uh, I have seen smaller shadows like that. Like at a cemetery, I, uh, I've seen, you know, looked like about the size of a cat. And it was kind of scurrying around a little bit, which was really interesting. Well, when the twins and I were on the boat, um, we saw. I think Tanya checked out because she didn't answer your question. Oh, but while well, you and the twins were on the boat. Yeah, we were on the boat and um, there was a spot, you know, like where the, the main showroom was. And then there was that other spot right there where they took the wall out where the big beer was so there's that little spot right there where they busted the wall out and had the posts or whatever mm -hmm. sticking up and there was a cup there was uh this post here on the end we were standing we were standing like right here and then i was facing the door um and then but i just happened out of the corner of my eye i saw something and then there was this um a shadow thing I mean it was maybe about a foot long and it was didn't have okay. like form or anything it was just this thing and it, it moved so fast and it moved fast enough and there was a little bit of shadow um, there you know next to us where there was something blocking the light and it moved from that to the shadow and just disappeared in that shadow just became a part of it but it moved wow. so fast that I jumped because I thought it was coming at me, you know, and it was, it was coming right in my direction, but it just disappeared in the shadow there. So it just became a part of it. Um, but it was real low to the ground and it was just super fast. Um, and it was darker than, you know, the shadow that it was coming into, but, uh, that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I mean, it was like, boom, coming to, coming at me from low, you know, and, and I jumped, so, and I know one, if not the both of them saw it. So, cool. and, but we, we saw a lot of stuff that day. It was pretty cool. So Bree Jones, she's talking about the crawl at the penitentiary. Um, this wouldn't have been anything like that. The only, um, only crawler I've actually seen was that Black Bear Church. Um, and, I'm okay uh, with never having seen one of those. Yeah. I've never seen one. Yeah, and you and haven't seen one, either. so, right. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, there is one at Waverly. Um, and yeah, Nick Millet is saying it's uh, called The Creeper. Okay. I haven't been to Waverly, but um, that's okay. Neither. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap up this final Inside the Upside Down. Hmm. I know. <laughs> I know. It'll be something else next week. We'll still be here next week. It's just going to be something else. Um, so thank you for hanging out. 
And um, I guess I'll give some shout outs here since <laughs> I blew it for Edge of the since Rabbit Hole. Yeah. So no, it's been a great run with Inside the Upside Down. And so I hope you were able to get your T-shirt in time. You know, I, I always love the Stranger Things reference, but I had been thinking for a while we needed to change the name. And I don't know. This was just kind of like almost a little wake up call, even though I could get away with calling continuing to call it Inside the Upside Down for a while. This is just kind of a little wake up call. That, eh, it's probably about time to change it. So, you know, but we'll still cover very similar topics, you know, talking about all things supernatural, paranormal, metaphysical. Um, we've done shows on we've done shows on rocks and crystals and stuff. So, yeah. you know, those are always fun and interesting. You guys portals and you know, portals. All yeah. Kinds of fairies. Yeah. Fairies. Yes, we have done an episode on fairies. So um, so we'll continue to do all that stuff just under a different name, something to do with shadows. And you guys gave a lot of great ideas down there. So absolutely appreciate it. And we will catch you guys next week. But let's get to some shout outs. <laughs> um, so Tom McNicholas is down in the house. Go check out his Spook Show Con on August 18th, DeKalb, Illinois, Red Roof Inn. You can look up, you can find the event on Facebook. Andrea Agrasane, thank you uh, for joining us tonight. Thank you for all the suggestions, by the way, for the different names. Uh, Tammy Heisman, interesting talk tonight. Well, thank you very Adam. much. Yes. Adam Tillery, can I still lurk on the new show? <laughs> of course, you can feel free to lurk. I don't know how we would make a lurker free show anyway. Wouldn't be the same without our favorite lurker. That's right. right? It would not be the same without Adam lurking in the background. That's right. And even and he did make a very cool shirt. He'll just have to make another cool shirt. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Terry Tor uh, Tormino, we love fairies. Yes, absolutely. Me too. Yeah. We didn't even get Me into too. the fairy stories. That was another goldenrod story. So there's Robert Hanna. Thanks for joining us again. Nick Moulet. I guess we'll see you soon too. Uh, Bree Jones. Thanks for joining us. Genevieve Rogue. Thank you for your story. Um, I, I know you wrote more and I... Because the chat scrolled up, I ended up missing it, and I apologize for that. But um, I mean, you can always you can always message with more story or questions, whatever um, you might have on that. Stacy Comiskey, thank you very much. Um, hope you got your your ghosty. Uh, Tim, there's Tim Schoen. Thanks. Uh, Dave Wilkerson is seeing shadows on the battlefield down there. Yep. Um, yeah, Chattanooga area is definitely uh, big on that, and. Probably right. There's Kathy Ciliento. Thank you for all your questions and comments. I think that is probably as far as it's going to let me scroll. Yep, it is. And then uh, Greg Rinkin. There we go. Yeah, Greg Rinkin says he lurks everywhere. All right, everybody. Thomas correcting me. The 17th. The 17th? I thought the 17th was Friday. There's a 16th Friday. I don't know. I think the 16th is Friday. It's Saturday with in the team somewhere. <laughs> and I'm going to make it to this one, even with the new job, because I have that weekend off. She does have the, see, that's the, that's the weird thing. So Shauna does have the weekend off. The trick is Friday. Um, I either work there's, or there's, seven. Yeah, there's a not private investigation happening. That we didn't just tell you about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that depending on what time she gets off work, um, I mean, that's what it comes down to, depending on what time you get off work. So we may actually make it on time to that, or we may make it late to that, I guess. I'm going to be tired. So, uh, Tom, shoot us the details on that. 
please. So we know what time and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, there's Katie Birdie. Hey, Katie. Oh, and, <laughs> Thanks and for Peggy us. Norris was in the chat room. Oh. I saw her there for a okay, minute. Okay, cool. And we lost Tanya. I don't know where she went. Tanya. Yeah, because we, we had a question for her. Well, so. I'll have to message her. You have to message her. All right, everybody. We're coming out of the upside down. We're going to go back to right side up. We're going to go top side and come with a new name. Yeah, go top side and uh, delve deeper into the shadows. I don't know what we're going to call it. You guys had a lot of great ideas. We'll figure it out. So, Voices in the shadows or some Something. We've got a week to figure it out. Yep. Actually, less than that because I'll have to come up with like the logo and branding and all that stuff to go with it. <laughs> All right, everybody, you guys have a great night, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Until next time.